Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, December 21st. The latest outlook from City Global Wealth Investments suggests that the Great Rebound, the strongest phase of economic and market recovery from the pandemic, has already happened. That gives way to a more normal period with the equity bull market maturing to give more modest returns than we've seen in recent months. A year ago, the advice was to prepare for a rebound for the industries most impacted by the early phase of the pandemic, including emerging markets, small cap equities and beaten down cyclic. However, heading into 2022, City says investors should be looking at long-term leaders, equities in those high-quality companies that may deliver growth over the long term. A few months after reporting the worst housing affordability reading for Canada in three decades, RBC Economics has issued an update and things haven't gotten better. In a new report, economist Robert Hogue said home ownership costs on the whole ticked up to 47.5% of median household income in the third quarter of 2021, up two percentage points from the previous quarter and nearly six points above the previous year period. The title of least affordable market went to Vancouver, where home ownership costs represented 64.3% of median household income in the third quarter. Toronto was close behind as the equivalent cost-to-income ratio stood at 61.9%. That's 2.7 percentage points higher than the second quarter, which was the worst deterioration across all markets tracked by RBC. You'd hope that someone whose finances are stressing them so much they can't sleep would turn to a financial advisor for help. But according to research from Scotiabank, 63% of those with financial worries have not worked with an advisor at all in the last 12 months, despite losing an average 10 hours sleep a week. One third of respondents have sleepless nights over their finances, with the top three causes cited as growing or protecting their investments, being able to pay for day-to-day expenses and paying off debt. More than one in 10 respondents said they're worried about planning for their retirement and increased of four percentage points from a similar poll last year. The cost of living is also a stressor for more than half of Canadians. While there's long been a lack of focus on ESG in conversations between most Canadians and their advisors, new guidance from IROC may help close that gap. The regulator has published new guidance to help clarify its members' suitability and know-your-client obligations, in line with guidelines from the CSA around the client-focused reforms. The IROC guidelines, which take effect on December 31st, cover a wide array of compliance questions, including the types of KYC information that dealer firms must collect, the specific information needed for suitability determination, whether the KYC obligation is the same for all accounts, and what it means to put the client's interest first. Amid a rush to put money into the hands of countless Canadians in need last year, the federal government misplaced tens of millions of dollars in benefit payments, according to a report tabled in the House of Commons. Nearly $26 million in federal direct payments were deposited into the wrong bank accounts over the fiscal year, ended on March 31st, 2021, the report said. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus how the push to regulate the use of financial planner and financial advisor titles in Ontario could worsen the problem of regulatory overlaps in Canada. Mutual fund sales reach $7.5 billion in November, and we're the biggest firm you've never heard of in Canada, says the founder of Q Wealth. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.